through the back So we creepin' Caps are blue, so you know that we begin And I'm back for the night Hey, welcome uh, Welcome, welcome Welcome to another episode of 7pm in Philly I'm your host, Steve And uh, today, we're gonna discuss The pressures of being a first-generation Haitian um, and coming into the United States of America or being in the United States of America. Um, but before we even get into all that, man, I have an awesome, awesome, awesome guest, my Haitian brother here with me. Um, he is an entrepreneur. He is a singer, songwriter. And if you ever, ever was wondering who the fuck is singing in the beginning of my episode, who is rapping in the beginning of my episode, it's my dog, Sonny. Sonny, welcome to the pod, man. Appreciate you, my G. Appreciate you, dog. Yo, thank you for having me. Absolutely, <laughs> man. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. So, like I do with every podcast, man. Let's let's just get right into it. Let's just get right into it. You're my Haitian brother. Right. And every Haitian I know has a Haitian name. Yeah. So so let's just start out. What's your Haitian name? My Haitian ass name? Yeah, what's your Haitian ass name? Cause I got one too, so but we're gonna start off with yours though. So everybody calls me Gil, right? Mm-hmm. But the Haitian pronunciation of my name is Gilson. And for, for, all the, for all the Haitian people out there, you know there's a lot of Haitian ass names that got son at the end. I don't mm -hmm. know why, mm -hmm. but that just happens to be the mm -hmm. case. Mm -hmm. So Gilson Reglas. Gilson Reglas. Junior. And with the junior, you go kind of put the junior. <laughs> Gilson Reglas Junior. <laughs> yeah, you always gotta you always gotta hit him off with that. So right. for the folks that don't know me. Like, and, and don't know. So people, a lot of people think my name is Steve because that's who I introduce myself as because mm -hmm. it just cuts out all the extra bullshit and all the extra jargon that everybody... Oh, right, all, uh, the, all the explanations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for the folks that don't know what my real name or what's my first name, because Steve is part of my name. It's my middle name. But my first name is Fuji. Oh, my God. That is... Fuji. That is extra Haitian. Bro. Oh, Boy, it's very Haitian. It's as Haitian as you get. Fuji. It's so Haitian that there's no other Haitian with that name. That, <laughs> that, that's, that's it. It's as far as it gets. Um, so, like, I, I asked my dad the one day, and I was just like, yo, dad, where'd you get that name from, Fuji? And he was like, you know, the one day I was in the hospital, and, you know, the, the, the doctor, they asked me, he says, hey, Oh, what the name you want? And then my dad goes, I say, Fuji. And then I'm like, you know, but the doctor spell it wrong. I'm like, but I was like, dad, where'd you get this name from though? Like what you mean? Like, I don't understand. Because when you spell it out, so it's spelled F-O-U-D-Y. It's my Caucasian friends would just say foodie. I mean, so it sounds like like, like you're hitting up restaurants, right? On a right, day. right. So it sounds like I like food. So I asked my dad, I was like, "Yo, dad, were you hungry? Like, this were you were you hungry when you came up with this right. name?" He was like, "No." And he was like, "No." And this is like, I've asked my dad plenty of times, but like recently, I guess my dad was like, "You know what? 
I'm going to confess and tell this kid what, why, I, how I came up with this name. So he goes, there was this wrestler. Oh, my God. Yes, bro. there was this wrestler. His name was Master Fuji. So I love Master Fuji. So I said, I'm going to name my son Fuji. Oh, my but, goodness. So, but... On some WWE shit? On some w, WWF shit. I mean, that's, that was back then, some WWF shit. So, I was just like, you know, I right, but my name is not spelled Fuji, though. He was like, well, yeah, the doctor get it wrong. So, you know, that's I, I stick with Fuji. And I was just like, all right, that's cool. But in my, it finally gave me, like, you know, like, all right. Mm-hmm. This is where this name comes from, but it's very Haitian, y'all. So don't call me Foodie. If y'all see me, call me Steve. Don't call me Fuji. Don't call me Foodie. Just call me by the name that I introduced myself as, all right? Because we're not going to get it to Hold on, hold on. So I I got a question for you. What's up? Where was your mom at during this decision process, bro? (laughs) So God bless my mom. God bless my mom. Honestly, you know why God bless my mom, bro? She's the one that named me Steve. Initially, she wanted to name me, give me the Haitian version of Steve, Stevenson. Right. She wanted to give yeah. me that. But she was like, my dad was like, nah, let's just go Steve. So I was like, wait a minute. So you're going to give me foodie, but you're not going to give me Stevenson. I don't understand the logic behind it, but whatever. Thank God for Steve. And, and yeah, shout out to my mom for that. Yo, shout out to your mom. <laughs> Your first name and your middle name is like so polarizing. Like it's it's ridiculous. And then like my siblings, like their names are totally like no well, my oldest brother, his name is Love. But it's cool. Like, oh wow. Like mean, his first name is Love. His first name is Love. Middle name Lamar. That's hard. It's it's very hard. Like, <laughs> how do you go from, you know, love Lamar to fucking foodie? That might be the hardest R&B name ever conceived. Love Lamar. Right. And like, you know, my brother, he was a fucking dork. So he would like, you know, have, you know, his name like, oh, Dr. Love. Like, you mean, like, you know, it's back in the day. Right. So I guess it worked. Whatever. We'll give him the pass. We're not going to drag him for that today. Right. So, um, and then my middle brother, they go totally from that. They go, his name is Bob. They gave him, I'm going to say, they gave him the most whitest name you can ever oh give a black Haitian person. Bob. Bob. Not short for Robert. Robbie. Bob. B-O-B. Bob, my G. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it, it's crazy. So you go from love, Bob, to Fuji. So I guess they had to get back to the culture by naming my ass foodie. They was picking names out of a hat, bro. <laughs> bro, it it was it was it was it was tough, man. It was it was, it was crazy, but you know, it is it is it is what it is, man. It is what, what can it you is. Do? Nah. So all Haitians, and and this is my next question for you. So I feel like all Haitians, man, once they you know they come from Haiti, they all migrate. They all like hit each other up and like, yo, dog, when I pull up. I'm going to Brooklyn. This is the first place I'm going to land. It's kind of like they sent, each, they dropped each other a pin 
and said, yo, meet me here. I'm going to meet in Brooklyn. So did you grow up in Brooklyn or or where would you, where would you grow up at? So I did not grow up in Brooklyn. Mm. My family, they settled in Queens. Ah, okay. Queens, right. New York. Okay. That's where I went to school from okay. like preschool, grade school, and, and part of middle school before I moved to PA. Got you. Lehigh Valley. Got you. Part of a longer story. Right, but right, 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 right. Not Brooklyn, but I, I know there's mad Haitians in Flatbush. Oh, oh there's my mad, God. There's mad Haitians in Canarsie. Oh. Like it's 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 ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's kind of like I don't know. And and my Haitian people, y'all can correct me with that. I feel like when you first come from Haiti, you you migrate to either New York, you go to Florida, Miami, or if not Fort Lauderdale, you go there. <laughs> and then like if you're in New York and like you first come in, you'll live in like you know some apartment is to be like eight of y'all. In Flatbush. But once you get some money, though, you're going to go to Queens. You're going to go to Queens. You're going to find yourself a house in Queens. Because that was the same. That's, that's, that's what happened with me. Are we sleeping on Miami, though? We're not, sleep, we're, we're not sleeping on Miami. I mean, I love my Zoes out there. Shout out to all my Zoes in Miami. Love y'all, man. Um, but but for me, since I grew up in New York, I don't know what the what the... Once you go to Miami, I don't know how you moved around. And maybe I can inform me, like, once you first move to Miami, once you come from Haiti, you go to Miami, where's the where's the spot there that you guys drop the pin <laughs> and and, uh, and hit each other up at? But, um, but in New York, once you came from Brooklyn, it was like, yo, we going to Queens. We got some bread. We're going to get ourselves a house. Mm-hmm. All 10 of us can't live together anymore. <laughs> And we, we're moving to Queens, man. We're moving to Queens. So when you were in Queens, did, was it like a, a a Haitian neighborhood or was it like diverse or so? What, what, what part of, what part of Queens you was in? Um, we was on 196th Street in St. Albans. St. Albans. Okay. Um, okay. So not too far from Jamaica. Okay. Um, Linden Boulevard was right there. Okay. Um, there was Haitians on the block for sure, but there was... Black Americans on the block too. Right. Or black American. Right. <laughs> right, 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 um, right. 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 Black American. <laughs> it's not me. It's the Haitians. That's what the Haitians would say. That's what the Haitians say. That's not what we say. Yeah, right, 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 um, right. But yeah, we was all living at my grandmother's house. Yeah. My mom, her brothers, my grandfather, my younger sister. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you just get raised by a household, really. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? My mom was at work. Mm-hmm. Somebody's watching me and my sister, so they right. in charge, right? And I'm I'm sure we'll get to that later. Oh, oh, I, oh, absolutely. We we got to know who who raised your ass. Um, but like for me, I grew up in um my house. My house was in Springfield Gardens. Um, mm-hmm. but where I went to school that I mostly was at was uh, Jamaica Queens or Hollis Queens. Shout out to Hollis. Shout out um, Hollis. Um, Hollis Queens, and uh, there was a lot of Jam- uh, there was a lot of Jamaicans. There was a lot of Haitians, especially Haitians. Like the Catholic school I went to, Saint Joachim and Anne. Um, Saint what? Saint Joachim and Anne. It was very, very, very big Haitian population. Did not know that. Oh boy, big Haitian population, man. Like 
I think it was like maybe 85% Haitian. You got your sprinkles of regular, you know, the black folks or the other mm-hmm. Caribbean folks, Jamaican, Guyanese or whatever the case may be. And then I think we had maybe like one or two white white kids in there. So, But it was a very, very, very Haitian Catholic school. Because, you know, growing up. Were, Haitian, the te- were the teachers Haitian? Hell no, teachers are Haitian. Heck no, the teachers were Haitian. <laughs> teachers were very white. <laughs> why, wait, why is that such a crazy question? It's not because <laughs> come on, man. Like you think you think the parents are gonna send you to school with other Haitians? They like nah, they don't. Nah, they want that. They want that American education. They want that Facts. Catholic Haitian education. That's what they want. They don't. They're not. They're not with the other stuff. So. um my teachers were very white. They were. I mean, it was. A, it was a great school. I had a great education. It was a great upbringing there. Um, did you go to? Did you go to Catholic school? You went to public school when you were in in, in Queens. I feel like a lot of Haitians go to Catholic school when they come. You went to Catholic school. Oh, you went to Catholic school. Yeah. Is that even a question? Until <laughs> is that even a question? My un, bad, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> un, until I moved to PA, we was going to Catholic school. Right. Right. It was the same thing for me. Also, once I moved to PA, it was kind of like, all right, yo. The well has run dry. <laughs> That's it. You were done. The way the way the budget is set up yeah. after eight yeah. nine years in Catholic school. Right, right. We can only get you from pre K to eighth grade. Right. After that, you on your own, boy. And, and, and you better learn something in that time. Right, too. right. You better get very smart because after that, it's straight public school for you, man. Um, a, a lot of see the thing was crazy because a lot of my friends end up going to like since I moved to PA. A lot of my friends. And they're going to Catholic high school. So they got a different experience of high school mm-hmm. that I did. You know I mean? Because I went to Catholic school in, in Hollis. And then after that, I went to high school in Bayside, Queens. Like my first, my freshman year, I went to uh, Bayside High School. And um, it was very white. It was, it was, it was different. Mm-hmm. Um and it was a, like a shell shock for me because I was used to being around my people like used to being around Haitian people and um do Haitian things and they would understand that so but it was it was it was weird man so when you so when you came so when you came to to PA you went to public school facts and it was shocking yes <laughs> it was it was different for sure um. Cause we was in Queens and Long Island mm-hmm. and then my mom remarried mm-hmm. and then the, the public school that I went to was very rural. Mm. Like you would see like little farmland and shit. Mm. Like I remember, I think I was in eighth grade cause that's when I moved. So I had one year in middle school in right. PA and I remember Early in, early into the semester, earlier into the first semester, right. school was closed because of the first day of hunting season. What? Yeah. Hunting season? Like, hunting season started, and that was like, school was closed. Right. I don't know if they continued to do that after that, but I distinctly remember being off right. for that. Yeah. And I was like, it's different out here. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it, was a different, it was a different thing for me. It was kind of like, I don't know if you ever watched the movie, like, you know, when they have, like, the white girl, and, you know, she goes to, like, the very preppy school, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, they take her, and they drop her ass in the hood. Like, that's what it was for me. <laughs> they took me, because the, even, like, the high school I went to, it was a very 
it was very white, it was very preppy, it was cool. Like it wasn't Catholic school, but it wasn't too far off per se. You know what I'm right. saying? It wasn't it wasn't hood. It had like, you know, there was black people there. It was it was it, it was mixed. But when I came to Philly, my boy, <laughs> that shit was a shell shock. So for those who don't know, I went to Frankfurt High School. Frankfurt High School is one of the, I wouldn't say the worst. I don't want to throw dirt on the school. but It's one of the tough, tougher schools in the Philadelphia district and the Philadelphia school. For what reason? Fighting. There was all types of shit. The, the, the fighting, riots, the principal, there was a, like a riot outside and the principal got his leg broken. Like, it was shell shocking. Like, it was like, for me, it's like I went to a school, there was no metal detectors. And it was kind of like, when I pulled in, it was like, yo, what's in your bag? Yo, metal detector, I get wand and all that. And it was kind of like, yo, I was, I was scared. I was like, yo, what is this? Like, what, where my parents have me? Like, you know, because at the end of the day, it was different for me. It was like, mm-hmm. yo, like, school was different. Like, yeah, you grew up in the hood, you seen hood shit, but it was kind of like school was different. And I was like, yo, this is not, it's not normal. So as I went to Frankfurt High School, it was, Metal detectors, the school lunch was crazy. Like, you know what I mean? It's, you know, you would get bagels and all that stuff at Catholic school and, you know, and, and, you know, regular public school. But at Frankfurt, nah, eat this cold-ass lunch meat <laughs> and these lukewarm chicken nuggets or whatever they look like had been in, in, the, in the fryer for, like, eight days, like... It was bad, man. It was shell shocking, man. But it was just a part, a part of it, man. It was a part of it. So high school sounded like you did a bid, boy. It felt like it, man. It felt like it. And in, and and all the folks that that watch this pod that went to Frankfurt High School, they can definitely attest. Put in the comments. You see in the comments. Let let, let the people know what what happened at Frankfurt. I mean, but I mean, I I graduated. I made it out alive. <laughs> And I'm here today, so so it works, man. So, but um, moving on. So, Haitian food, man. Like, I feel like Haitian food is kind of underrated. Like, I feel like a lot of people love Jamaican food. A lot of people show love to Italian food. Mm-hmm. A lot of people love like their barbecue and all that. But Haitian food is the shit. Like, Haitian food is amazing, bro. Like, I know, like, you had your friends pull up to the crib, and they'll be like, yo, what is that? What's that rice? What's that grill? What's that bun on? You know what I'm saying? Like, peaklies. Peaklies. You know what I mean? Like, what is that? Like, what was your Haitian dish? What was, like, your go-to Haitian dish growing up? Like, what was your favorite? Like, my my favorite now or then? See... It, it's 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 a two because the answer is the same. It's fucking real. <laughs> <laughs> but see, for me, it was different, man. Like honestly, grill slamming. By the way, that shit's a great. Grill eat. is the best food on the planet. Do yourself a favor, get you a plate of grill, some rice and beans, some peaklies, couple fried plantains. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong. I, I co-signed this. I approve I approve this message. <laughs> but um like growing up, man, like I didn't appreciate Haitian food. You bugging. 
You, no, no, you know why I didn't appreciate it? Because you got picked on at school for your lunch. Nah, not even. Not, you didn't. I, no, it wasn't even. Because I, because I did. Nah, the Haitians wouldn't give me Haitian food to go to school with. I think they had enough. Like, yo, you eat this shit enough, we're gonna give you hot dog and and <laughs> and what hamburger. They'll give you oh that. God. That's what they give you. But hot dog is low key Haitian food, though. It is. It is. They give you. Like, and then the hot dog is not a full hot dog. They slit the shit in the middle. And it's just, it's wild, man. It's wild. Hot um, dog and spaghetti. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. But the reason why I didn't appreciate it growing up, we would eat that shit all day, like every day. Like, yo, your mom would cook on Sundays, and you would eat it from Sunday. To next Saturday. And it was kind of like, yo, bro, like, nah, I can't. I can't. Can, we, can we switch it up? Can we get something else to eat? Can I get, can we throw something else in the mix? Can you make something? It was like, nah, like, your parents are going to make this big ass pot. And for the Haitians, we call it this big ass soje of food, of rice. It was like they were feeding like the Haitian army. Meanwhile, it was only four of y'all in the house. <laughs> and you would eat that all week. And if you didn't eat it, you'll get your ass beat. And then you'll starve. I, I actually got a story about, about this topic right here. Go so ahead. I remember, I remember it was me and my sister were at my grandmother's house and there was like a huge pot of maimule. Mm-hmm. Oh, and for whatever, I think my mom was either busy or I, I forget, I forget what the circumstances were exactly, right. but I know like that's what we had to eat for like the next few days. All right. And I feel like by like day three, me and my sister, and I was, I was definitely the one like leading the charge here. Cause I'm the older brother. Right. I was just like, yo, I don't want to eat this again. Right. And I called, I called my dad and had him bring Boston Market. <laughs> Bro, the backlash off that was crazy. They were like, don't you ever do that again? Like, right. yo, it was. So shout out, shout out to my dad for bringing up right, Boston right, Market right, right, in, a, right. in a time of need. Right, right, right. Yo, but also, also shout out to my family for just having food on deck like that. Right, too. right. Because as a kid, like. Yo, you don't realize how entitled you are to shit sometimes. Oh, absolutely, 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 man. Like, and and I think that's why, like, a lot of these kids, like, they're spoiled, bro. Like, growing up, like, when we got McDonald's, that shit was like Thanksgiving. <laughs> it was magical. Like, I'm telling you, when we got McDonald's, bro, that shit was magical. And you know how I know, like, <laughs> McDonald's was a thing, bro. Like, and it was like a magical shit. So then one time my mom was sick, right? She had like got surgery or whatever. And my mom laid in the bed and she cried out for a Big Mac front fries. Like, oh, damn. She literally cried for a Big Mac. She was like, Big Mac front fry. Big Mac front fry. Like yo, like yo, it was a thing. Like yo, and I remember, and I still make fun of my mom because of this shit. Like, she, yo, you really cried, and that's like that like, was her place in the order with you. Yo, yes, she was like, <laughs> like 
She wanted to know what it was. She was like, yo. My dad was like, yo, I'm going to go to McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you want something? She was like, ah, Big Mac fun fly. Big Mac fun fly. Bro. The way this shit sounded in the headphones <laughs> yeah. is crazy. Yo, and it was... <laughs> And it was crazy, man. And I still make fun of my mom to this day. Like, yo, that was like a, a Haitian delicacy, like for us. It was like, yo, it was like, yo, this is like the thing. Like McDonald's was big. Nowadays, motherfucking kids get that shit every Saturday. <laughs> I mean, right. it's just like whatever. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. like, honestly, though, like now that I'm older, I really love Haitian food. Like, I appreciate it. It's the best. So much like the flavor, the way it's prepared, the way it tastes, like it's just it's just amazing. And if you have not tried Haitian food, try it out. Go to your local Haitian restaurant, the good ones, because there's a lot of bad Haitian restaurants. And well, oh, the, the service is bad. The service is horrible. Um, or or hit up one of your Haitian friends, man. Everybody knows a Haitian person. Like we're. We are uh, very you popular. You sure about that? I mean, I think everybody they, knows a Haitian. Person. A lot of people do. We're, we're we out here. A lot of people don't like to. And 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 this and this is a thing. A lot of people don't like to say they're Haitian. Well, now they do, but before then, back in the day, people didn't like to say they were Haitian. People would say they're Jamaican. That's terrible. People would say they're Jamaican because Haitians would. That get, makes me sad. That makes me sad that people wouldn't. Just own their heritage. No, they they wouldn't. Like people didn't like saying like, "Yo, I'm Haitian." You know why? Because Haitians would get make fun of. Like people would be like, "Oh, you're a Haitian booty scratcher," and and all types of stuff. Like they people would mm-hmm. be like, "So if you were Haitian, they would be like, "Yo, I'm Jamaican. I'm not Haitian." But nowadays it's cool. Like it's so this and so that, and yo, I love my Haitian people and all that. You know, it's it's proud. Like I'm proud to be Haitian. Everybody that talks to me, that's one of the conversations. Like yo, um, oh, you're African American? No, I am Haitian. I am Haitian to the core. I love my Haitian people. I love my Haitian heritage. Um, it's one of the things that um that I I, I appreciate being man for so for sure. But um, but uh, moving on. My next question is, as um, being a Haitian, first generation Haitian, there come some pressures that comes along with it. Um, I feel like our parents, they come from Haiti and they put all the eggs in one basket. And that basket is our basket, your basket, my basket. And we feel the pressures of like, yo, if you drop this ball or if you crack these eggs in this basket, you're a failure. Did you, growing up, did you feel like some of those pressures, like did did that bother you in some sense? Um, For me, it was, their whole thing was just get good grades and everything, everything else will kind of take care of itself. All right. But well, my issue was when I got to when I got to school and and I didn't realize this until in the end of my earlier adulthood that I probably had some sort of attention deficit. Mm-hmm. Cause when I got to when I got to school, it was 
I'm like, oh, it's time to play. It's time to crack jokes with my friends, have a good time. I was never disrespectful. I was never mean to other kids um, or, you know, like disrespectful to the teacher in any way. But I like to carry on, have a good time. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I'll take it a little too far, getting in trouble. Right. And I was always smart enough to do the work. When it came down to the work, I would do it. But I would... I would always procrastinate and wait until it was like I absolutely had to focus. Right. And that drove my parents crazy. So, you know, that discipline, that Haitian upbringing, you know, when you're when your parents come from another country's immigrants, 13, 14 years old, and they're trying to make a life for you. It's almost disrespectful to them. On multiple levels, they're like, you don't even understand this. From their perspective, they're like, you don't understand the sacrifice as to why you're even here. Right. And you want to act up? Wait right there. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I, got, I got something for you. Mm-hmm. So, but as a kid, you don't realize all that. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So, comes with consequences. Right, right. And 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 that's and that's the thing for me. I feel like being a first generation Haitian, it's it's tough when they put all these eggs in your basket because it's kind of like if you don't become this like thing that they have in their mind, like either you become a doctor, lawyer, uh, a, a police officer, something of high prestige, like something of high, like they can go back to their friends and brag about it. You're a failure. You're a failure. You 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 didn't make it. So I battled with that for a long time because I was just kind of like, yo, I don't, we don't have the funds to be a doctor. We don't have the funds to be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. But they, and then that's the thing, like they weren't educated enough to know like, yo, all these people that became a lawyer, a doctor, this and that, like you needed money to become these things. You needed to pay for these student loans. So it's like, when I graduated high school, it was kind of like I felt the pressure because I was like I, I was I didn't know what I wanted to do, and a lot of people don't know what they wanted to do, and it was kind of like your parents was like, "No, you're not going to stay in my house and not get a job or not go to school." That was the thing. It was like, "Yo, you had to go to school, and if you didn't go to school, it was kind of like you're a failure." So, what ends up happening? You just go to school for whatever, just to just to make them happy, just to. You know, and, and it's not even just Haitian people. It's just like immigrants, like anyone from another country. Like you all, we all can relate to this. Like you come into the country and then it's like your parents is just kind of like, yo, like you got to be this. If you're not, then you're failure. So it forces you to be do things that you don't want to do. So for me, it was kind of like, yo, I tried to go to Temple. I checked it out. And then I remember going to the financial aid lady and I was just like, you know, because weren't educated ain't nobody ever teaches like yo school and what financial aid was so for me i thought financial aid was like financial aid like it will pay for me to go to school nope (laughs) i was sadly mistaken (laughs) i was sadly mistaken and um i went i remember i went to the financial aid office and i asked the lady and i was just like yo um is this how much I have to pay for a semester? And the lady was like, yeah, this is it. This is what you have to pay. And I was just like, 
um, I don't have this money. And the lady was like, does your parents have it? Like, I mean, they didn't even educate me and be like, yo, listen, this is how this works, blah, 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 blah. They were like, well, your parents, your parents will be a co-signer. They'll sign it. And then, you know, they'll do the whatever loan, whatever it is. You'll pay the minimum. And then after you graduate, they'll bang you after and be like, okay, hey, buddy, here's this what you owe and God bless. But my parents didn't have it either. So I was smart, I, I, I guess. I mean, I don't want to say, I don't want to discredit other people for going to school or whatever. But in my mind, I felt like during that time, I was smart enough to be like, you know what? Nah, I'm good. I'm not, I'm not going to do this because I know my parents can afford this. I can't afford this. So Temple, I'm sorry. So then I end up going to like a, a, a trade school. I end up going to um, Chubb Institute for computer networking. And I didn't like it. I fucking hated it. It was terrible. Like it was, it was, it was whack. And, um, and it was one of those things, but my parents were happy when I came, when I came home and I'd be like, dad, I'm, I'm going to school for computers. They were happy. They was like, yo, they hear computer. And that's all. They that was it. All they heard that's was computers. They- that's it. Oh, going to school computer. Oh, you're going to school for computer. Oh, Oh, this is great. Oh, great news. Oh, I'm going to tell all my friends that you go. My son is going to be big computer guy. They probably add an engineer to the engineer. Oh, yes, computer like- computer engineer. <laughs> yes, computer engineer. That's it. That was it. That's all they needed to hear. They didn't care about the money. They didn't care how much it cost. But it was like, that was the pressure, man. It was kind of like, and it was tough, man. It was, and and I graduated from it, and I did that or whatever, but it didn't materialize to anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so, 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 so for you, Sonny, so my thing is like, you're an artist. Yeah. You make music. Yeah. What was it like telling your parents, like, you know, I make music? And, like, did they accept it? Or did they look at it like, music? Why? Why Why you, why you, why you, why, why you do this? Why you do this? Why, 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 you, why you make music for? For what? For who? What was, what was that like? Yo, my parents have been incredibly supportive of the journey. That's awesome. But and that's rare. It's it, it, I feel like it is rare in our culture and community, but you know, my parents, my, my entire family, really, they're behind the sunny sword agenda, if you will. Um, but I still had a lot of fear Mm -hmm. early on. Like I didn't tell my mom until I felt like it looked good enough. Right, right. But the way the way she reacted to it was, it was always going to be good enough. So I kind of um, projected my fear right. of what I know to be true predominantly in the culture, and I didn't really share the music stuff as much with family at first. But then eventually I was like, "Yo, this is going to bubble." Like my mom got an IG now. Like I'm not, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The like, new Haitians. I'm like, this is. This cannot be like a well-kept secret much right. longer. And I was like, if I'm going to do this to the extent that I want to do it, I need I need to just be transparent about it. Right. And it was received with love. That's so, awesome. So, you know, to anyone, you know, watching, listening, um, just release your true self and good things are going to come from it um 
Family's on my side. That's good, man. That's yeah. good. That's good. So, so that's funny you say that because, like, I told my mom I was doing a podcast and she was like, podcast? What, 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 what is it? Pod, what podcast? You, you, news? No, we don't need news. We have news. We have CNN. We have MSNBC. We have all that. We don't need news. So I had to, like, break it down for her, like, yo, mom, this is what a podcast consists of. You old Haitian. <laughs> this is what it consists they of. They don't know though. They don't know. And and it and it was cute. And once I like once I like really broke it down to her, like and, and it's it's also different now because I'm older and it's kinda like, all right, well, I have my regular nine to five and this is something that I'm pursuing. Mm-hmm. She was very acceptive of it. Like she she loved it. Um she's very supportive of it. Um the I actually hit her up today and I asked her for I was like, yo, mom, you got a bottle of Babonku. And she was like, yeah, I got some right here. So, um, And so she, she hooked me up with the Haitian rum. Um, and she's very supportive of it. I mean, it's, it's, it's different now. It's different yeah. now. The, the, the Haitians are different now. But, um, but I wanted to segue into our, our last, our last um, question is uh, being a Haitian. Being a Haitian, one of the biggest things... Is discipline. Haitians discipline, and they discipline hard. What was like it for you growing up and being disciplined as a Haitian child? Um, for me, I was I was definitely getting discipline. <laughs> trust, trust, trust <laughs> that I was getting my fair share of discipline. It was usually never unwarranted but sometimes the style in which the discipline comes is actually the greater issue right um because you know you act up you know if you act up at school or in the house they got to tell you more than once like you're gonna get hit like that's that's just ingrained in the culture um and the way that I was behaving in school, that was more often than not. Right. It wasn't a matter of if I was going to get in trouble. It was just a matter of when. All right. And if I was keeping my head on straight, you know, it was only a matter of time before I unwound and just ended up in trouble. Again. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was just the name of the game. Like, we didn't know any different, really. Right. Because right. we had nothing to compare it to. Right, right. And... And, and my like for for me it was tough, man. Like my parents, like they used to call my dad the Terminator, bro. Like that motherfucker would whoop our ass, boy. Like woo, like and 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 my thing is, it's kind of like like nowadays that would be child abuse, obviously. I mean, but it was the Haitian way, like that. Like I mean, it was like baton. That's what they would call it, baton. Was the Haitian way? It was. This is what would happen. This is if you did something wrong. But it was kind of like for me. It was just kind of like, and that goes back into putting all the eggs in the basket because it was like, yo, I'm putting all these eggs in the basket, and you got to look at it from the totality of it. So I'll backtrack. So you got to look at it from the totality of it. Like, yo, mm-hmm. I'm, and you got to look at our parents. So they come from this country. They come to this country. And they don't know shit. They don't know nothing. They don't know how to speak English. They don't know how to get around. They don't know. They figure it out. And then 
They put everything on you. And during that process, during that process, like, you got to make sure you're on the up and up. Mm-hmm. And if you're not on the up and up, ass whoopings come along with it. And they're very hard on you. So it was kind of like, you would do the most minor thing, ass whooping. Oh, you talk back? Ass whooping. You feel like it was minor? The things I did, now look at it as... Like what was the most minor thing you can remember mostly, where you felt like, yo, I didn't, I didn't deserve that? Oh, t- so I remember the one time I was eating Rice Krispie Treats and my mom was like, yo, eat your breakfast. And I was just like, yo, nah. So I took the Rice Krispie Treats. I was sneaky. I went to the, the bathroom and I spit it out in the toilet and I flushed the toilet and I came back and I was like, yeah, I ate it. I got my ass beat. I got, I got whooped. I got, I got destroyed. I think that's minor. Like, you mean, kids don't want to eat. Like, you mean, like, you're not going to beat your kid for not eating. Like, you can't mm-hmm. force people to eat. Like, I have kids now. Like, like my daughter doesn't want to eat. Like, she says, no, I'm not going to beat her ass because she doesn't want to eat. My son doesn't want to eat. Like, all right, well, you'll eat when you get hungry. I mean, and if it's a problem and you got an eating disorder, then we'll tackle it from that. Maybe it could have been that, but I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But there's no, there's no leeway. There's no gap for like understanding during that time. Do you know I mean like now they're understanding now they get it, but like the discipline was rough. I feel like there was always a conversation missing. Oh, absolutely. Like, it was like a transgression. One, maybe you get one warning. Right. But like one. Right. As be. Right. There's no discussion. Right. Usually the discussion's after. Right. Or oh, the discussion is during the ass whooping. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yo, you're getting the ad libs? Yes, you're getting the ad libs. Like, don't pull him, got a boat. Yo, it you would get the ad libs. It was like, yo, the Haitians were the first Migos before Migos, boy. Like right. they would give you all the ad libs, like all that, like mama, all that. Yeah, <laughs> Haitians would give you all that, boy. Like you're gonna get it, man. Or or the idle threats prior, mm-hmm. like because my teachers don't know Creole, obviously, right, right, and like. The shit your parents will say in front of the teacher in Crayon mm-hmm. about what's going to happen when right. you get home. Right, right, Frightening. Yeah, yeah. Terrifying. Right. I'm up to you. Like, they would be like, Yo, I'm going to kill you before you get in the house. And, like, the teacher is just, you know, very American. They're like, oh, okay, all right. But the whole time they're talking, they'd be like, ah, I'm up to you, my boot. And I'm just like, yo, I'm looking at my teacher like, yo, she's about to kill me. Like, yo, she's going to hurt me. Like, yo. Teacher don't want no smoke. Teacher not getting involved. Nah, the teacher. Like, yo, my parents don't whoop my ass in front of the teacher. And the teacher would be like, yo. <laughs> oh, nothing. That happened for real? Yo, what? Yo. Haitian parents are real, man. Like, my te- my mom don't whoop my ass in front of my teacher. Like, they do the ear grab. The, the ear, the ear thought they call it. They, 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 
turn your ear and they yeah. like that's when they start to th- it's like kind of like they rev your engine they get you started like mm, and then they <laughs> and, then, and then they'll and then they'll tell you all the shit that they're about to do to you before you get home like yo the it, remix to ignition <laughs> right 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 yo like it, it it was it was wild man like it was wild man like i don't I could never think of like being a Haitian and not think of like all the ass whoopings that come with it, man. Like, and like some of my friends, like one of the biggest things that I've gone through, like getting my ass beat. I remember, and my boy Jerry <laughs> and my boy Remy and Baz, they know about this. I I stole a dog, right? I stole a dog. And fuck you stealing dogs. I didn't boy. steal the I didn't steal the dog. I didn't steal the dog. I didn't steal the dog. The dog was loose and the dog came through and I was a dog. I got a dog growing up. And um the dog pulled up and you know I was the dog person, so I grabbed the dog and I, you know, whatever. And I was like, yo, my brother likes dogs, so I tied the dog up, whatever, and I brought it to my boy Jerry Crib. And I was like, yo, Jerry, we go, you know, whatever, whatever. And we, we we topped the dog, or whatever, and we fed this dog frozen waffles. <laughs> I don't know why. So then, one of our friends, Peter, gonna come after your ass after this episode. Oh, yo, dog. So, so then, uh, Jerry, we had it in Jerry's backyard or whatever, and then. Baz's dad comes, homie Baz's dad comes or whatever, and his dad pulls up, and then, you know, the dog is spazzing now because we feeding this shit cold waffles, so dog is spazzing. It's doing a whole bunch of shit, and then whatever. So long story short, we think we get away with it, end up to find out Baz's dad told Jerry's parents, Jerry's parents comes through, and, you know, it's just a regular Saturday. I'm chilling. I'm watching wrestling, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Jerry's parents come through, and they're like, they pull up, and I'm thinking, you know, they just dropping my homies off to hang out. I'm like, yo, what up, y'all? What's good? Like, but like, I can see the sadness on their face, like, like they already got clipped on the way, right? Like they already got the full thing, and it's like they start, and I see the sadness. I'm like, yo, what's up, y'all? Y'all good? And it was like, nah, we not good. And then the shit just turned into a royal rumble, boy, like. Everybody got their ass beat. It was Again? just every everybody got their ass beat. Like, like them too. Yes, they got their ass beat. I got my ass beat. My grandmother tagged it. It was like a royal rumble of ass whoopings, boy. Like there was shoes flying, there was belts flying. Like it was like I believe somebody got rock bottomed on the table. Like it was wild, man. It was wild, man. Jeez. It was like. It, it and it was kind of like yo, it was the Haitian way, man. It was it was discipline, man. It's kind of like now that we're older, like it, you look at it and it's kind of like, was it child abuse? Was it not? And it's kind of like you got to understand. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it, it. It doesn't make it right. There's no make it wrong. It doesn't make it right. But when you look at it, that's all they knew. That's 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 what it was. Yeah, that's the. That's the same discipline that they probably got. Right. Right. Like, they was they was kids too. Right. 
you know so and i remember like you know my my dad he would hit me he was like yo um and i remember my son got in trouble and my dad hit me he was like yo don't hit him don't hit him and like remember i told you my dad's name was the terminator so that means he had a who gave him that nickname? We we all did. My 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 brothers. It was like yo, the Terminator's home. Like he's <laughs> he's ready. He's ready to beat ass. Does he know that you called him that? Nah, hell no. He didn't know. You should tell him and let me know what he says. Yeah, absolutely. He'll probably laugh. He'll be like, yo, your name was the Terminator. Like, I mean, my dad was was terrible, man. Like he would just and it was like, it was one of the things, like when your dad would beat you. It was like, yo, when mom was like, yo, mom, like you would walk into the room, right? It was me and my, my brother. We would walk into the, when you walk into the room, like they would ask you the first question, like, yo, who beat you? Who beat you? And you'd be like, mom beat you. They're like, oh, all right, you all right, you good. Whatever, you good, you straight. And then you walk into the room be like, nah, dad beat they was like, oh, my God, you would get consoled. They would look at your back. They would be like, yo, you good, boy? You all right? Yo, lay down, lay down. Yo, yo, lay down. <laughs> yo, you want some juice? See, I feel like, I feel like you got <laughs> off easy, though, because you got to remember, I was living at my grandmother's house, mm. so there was so many variations mm. of who could hit me. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be my mom, it mm. could be my grandfather, right. it could be my grandma, mm. it could be one of my my mom's brothers. She right, had right. three brothers. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I was absolutely. Getting like, I was getting like a medley <laughs> throughout the week. You know what I'm saying? I was getting <laughs> right, right, different right. variations Right, and shit. right, bro. Like, my dad, like, he was, my dad was just, was, 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 was rough with it, man. Like, I remember the one time, like, I thought I was slick. <laughs> And then, like, you know, my mom was like, yo, you know what? I'm not going to beat you tonight. When your dad get home, I'm good. And I would look at her like, no, like, nah, like, yo, nah, just please beat me. You beat me. You whip my ass. Please, you do it. And I was just like, so, like, you just had to contemplate it. So you would, you would, you would try to go to sleep. And I know. We've all tried it. We was like, yo, you know what? Before you get home, I'm going to go to bed. Covers real snug. Yes, real snug. So when he tried to come through, yo, I'm going to go to bed. But it was still early, so I didn't have time to go to bed. So you know what I did? I packed. <laughs> I went to the laundry room. And I packed all the clothes, all the clothes in, in, in my ass. So I was like, you know what? So when I get the lashes, it won't hurt. <laughs> So, you know, my dad pulls up, you know, he was like, and this is a thing, like when you're Haitian, it's called mito agenu. What that means is kind of like you got to get down on your knees and you got to face the wall. It's like pretty much time out on your knees facing the wall. So when they whip you, your backside is facing them. So they're whipping you like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you, wait, what, they combine that for you? Oh yeah, hell yeah! It was. I was getting one or the other. Oh nah. no! no, 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 no. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on. So, <laughs> yo, that's od. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. usually I get hit, and then and then I'd have to go on my knees. Mm -mm. Like, mm -mm. but like that was like the final form. But you got both. It's crazy. Yeah, it was. It was both. So it was like. You would go agenu on your knees for about like 30 minutes 
or whatever until they're ready to to whoop your ass. So it was kind of like, we're going to let you chill. We're going to let you bake here until I'm ready to beat your ass. So put you Ajinu, and then he will pull up, and he will whoop your ass. So I had the smart idea of packing the clothes in my ass. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to put it in my drawers and all that. So get it nice and snug. I wore it, like, you mean, like, you know, I wore you know, loose pants so they couldn't really show, but I put it in the drawer. So, you mean, so I mean, I guess my acting skills wasn't as great during that time. So when my dad started whooping my ass, I guess I wasn't screaming or carrying on like I normally do. And, you know, I look, I thought I was a tough guy. So he's whooping me. I'm looking at him like, oh, oh, like, yeah, yeah, I got this. Yeah. And he's like, you gassed it. Yeah. I, you played yourself. I, I gassed it. I played myself. And then my dad looks at me like, Yo, what the f- Oh, what? Why, 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 what is this? What is this? Yo, he grabbed the clothes out the out the out my back. He didn't laugh pants. a little bit? How do you not laugh at that? I, I don't know. 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 So Like he didn't break character, bro? No. No. He did not break character. That one. He looked at it and he was like, oh, oh. He was like shocked. He was like appalled that someone came up with a clever idea to not get hurt. You know, right. he so, probably tied it back to school. Like if you applied yourself like this, right? <laughs> so then uh, he pulls the clothes out, and you could just see like the he was so shocked, like he was so angry, and he was like, ah, just for that, like they. And then the thing with the Haitians, when they whoop your ass, they're gonna give you, they're gonna tell you how many lashes they're gonna give you. So they're gonna be like, yo, my boy, this. That means they're gonna give you 10. Right? So they're ten gonna. Ten of them jaws. Ten of them jaws. So you, in your mind, you already like, shit, like, one, two, three, like, oh, I'm already at five. Like, damn, my ass are burning. Like, yo, please, like, yo, come on, man. I got five more. Five. Like, so it's kind of like, he was already at number six. He was already at six. So when he found the clothes, he started all. <laughs> he started all over So he was like Oh 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 no 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 My body small He give me 10 more I'm going to give you 10 more Yo Bro It was one of those things that, That'll live with me Forever man Forever man But um You know what man Like honestly One thing I will say like And You may disagree But I feel like those ass whoopings, it kind of made me who I am today, man. Like, I feel like, and I don't know what it, what life would have been without the ass whoopings. Like, maybe I still would have been the same Pleasant. person. <laughs> I don't know. Happy? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know. But in my mind, maybe it's my, maybe it's a coping mechanism. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But I feel like if it wasn't for those ass whoopings, I wouldn't be the person that I am today respectful, honest, loving, caring, compassionate. I, I'm, I'm that person because of those ass whoopings. It raised me and they try to keep me on the right path. And it did. Um, and I feel like to me, it's just the Haitian way of showing discipline. Um, and, and I'm not going to say I'm grateful for the ass whoopings, <laughs> but I'm grateful for my parents for keeping me in line and, um, Showing me discipline. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, for me, 
I definitely deserved a, a handful of them, songs Same. for sure. Like, let's let's get that out the way. Right. Like, there was this, like, all right, there's nothing I could do with this kid. Right. Like, um, but you know, it 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 did instill structure, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like we grow up strong. Yeah. Like, absolutely. My my sisters are strong. My <clears throat> parents are strong. Um, we always figure out a way. Right. And for every, for every ass beating that I got deserved, not deserved or somewhere in between, I feel like I also got that much love too. You know what I mean? When I see how hard my parents were working, right. You know how, you know, they were doing their best. Like I never, I never really felt, you know, cheated or disenfranchised in any way the schools that i got to go to right um you know so we were well taken care of i just think they just run a really tight ship absolutely it's just it's just a tight ship and tight ships are not meant for kids no they're not but you know maybe it's paying dividends now i mean we'll we'll never know we'll never know right um but i'm here yeah. No. No. And and I and I and I think the same thing too. I feel like, you know, I grew up strong. Like, my parents. But my parents didn't really like. They weren't like, very, sensitive, and they didn't you know tell me they loved me all the time. They would show me in certain aspects of it, like they loved you, whatever the case may be. But it was kind of like, they didn't have they didn't have time to do that shit. I mean, they didn't have the time, to be like, yo. I love you and, and do all this, you know, soft and all that stuff because they were working. It would like, yo, my dad would get up in the morning at five in the morning and wouldn't get home to seven. My mom would work nights. I mean, it's kind of like when you look at it now, like we're older and we're paying our own bills and have our own mortgages and stuff like that. Like we 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 get it. We get it so much more now that, that now that we're older and we understand because it's kind of like, yo, bro, like. They did this shit and they didn't know how to speak English. They did this shit and didn't have no support. They did this shit as like, yo, there's no, there's no one, there's no anchor. There's no nothing. It's just kind of like figure it out. So for me, it's just kind of like, I respect it. You gotta respect your parents. You gotta respect your parents to come over to 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 a country that they don't know nothing. And it's kind of like a country also who are not very supportive of. The, the immigrant, you know what I mean, or, or or someone who is not native, born and and not white, you know what I mean, and in that sense, yeah, because like the being an Im- immigrant is one layer, right, and then black right. on top of it, like cops don't know the difference, right, like. I'm not trying to take the conversation into that. Per right, se, right, right, right. That's a whole this is a whole different episode. I'm not trying to, not trying to even right, right. take the conversation there, but. Right. There's hurdles and, you know, you got a parent getting up at five in the morning, coming mm-hmm. home at seven at night, and then they got to come home to news that you was acting up all day. Right. Right. I feel like they're like, I don't even have time for a conversation. It's just quicker for me to just beat your ass and keep send you to bed. Keep it rolling. Yeah. Keep it rolling, man. Um, but yeah, but um, I mean, that was all my questions for today, man. But um, do you have anything to add to you? I mean, are you... To the to the to the to the Haitian the Haitian pressures? 
Nah, I mean, nothing else really. I mean, I love being Haitian, you know. Shout out to my entire family, my mom's side, my dad's side. They've held me down, um, made me the man that I am today. And, you know, I just want to see the Haitian culture, Haitian community continue to propel forward. Um, We got a lot to offer this world outside of, you know, our cuisine and entertainment and stuff like that. Like, you know, if you if you know any Haitians, just show them some love. Right. Show them some love. (laughs) Nah, real, 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 real shit, man. Like, honestly, like for me, it's like, you know, I've had the pleasures of going to Haiti and experiencing and being at the the, the capital and walking the streets of Haiti and it's kind of like, you know, Haiti's so depicted as like this terrible place. And yeah, you know, there's bad things happen, but bad things happen everywhere, you know? And one thing I would always want, I always feel like Haitians are always battling each other. I mean, they're always pulling each other down. And I, I wish that us as a Haitian community uh, lift each other up and, you know, I hope one day I can bring my family to Haiti and they can walk the streets that I walked and and, and go to Port-au-Prince where my parents were raised or go to Chut where my dad was raised and we can see the things that, you know, they were, they experienced as a kids and just kind of like give them that history. So my wish for Haitians are definitely like, yo, let's, let's, let's try to build up our Haitian community. Let's try to build up Haiti and make Haiti the beautiful place that it, it truly is like all these other islands that everyone else goes to. So, um, shout out to all my Haitian people. Um, this is definitely a podcast. This episode is dedicated to all my Haitian people and just to give, uh, an insight to everyone else who's not Haitian a tad bit. We could, we could, we could do this for hours. <laughs> oh, bro, yeah. we could, we could go into the history with the friends. Right, we could right, go right. Into- right. We can, we can do this for hours, but we just kind of give, wanted to give you guys a little tidbit of us growing up Haitian and with the, uh, with the pressures. Um, uh, Sonny, did you want to give them the, the people your, your your IG, let them know where to find you at, where to find your music at, my boy, you know I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So hit me on Instagram. It's Sonny underscore sword. That's Sonny with an O, S-O-N-N-Y underscore sword, S-W-O-R-D. My music's on all platforms. I got a new single coming out. I got videos on YouTube. We're on the up and up. We're about to blow. Right, 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 right. Yeah, check check, check my dog Sonny out. He's awesome. Good guy. I appreciate you, my brother. Yo, thank you for having me. Oh, appreciate abs- it. Absolutely, absolutely. Great episode, man. Thank you so much. But like, like I said, um, we're about to get out of here. Guys, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of 7 p.m. in Philly. Um, I'm your host, Steve. Don't forget... You guys do not forget to like, subscribe, subscribe again, like it again, comment. Hit the button. Hit the button. I mean, let us know what we can do better. Let us know how you feel about this episode. You know, you guys watch it. I appreciate you guys watching it. But subscribe um, and comment. And and we're going to build this. We're going to make this even better. We're going to get even better episodes. We're going to talk more. We're going to give you the real stuff that you're not getting from all the other podcasts. So I'm your boy, Steve. It's my dog, Sonny, and uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Much love and be good. Out.